tuning in to another episode of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Natalie. And it definitely shouldn't have taken us this long to record the intro. So grab a snack and let's chat. We're rolling. Sweet. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of UK. So, sorry. Hi. My Not So Balanced Life podcast. Welcome. Hello. Hi. In the car last week, I was like, oh, I have the perfect way to introduce the podcast when it's my voice. And I didn't write it down or anything. So, I forgot. So, that's my <laughs> intro, guys. No, no, no. Like, I, I'm still introing correctly. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to give you guys something fresh instead of the same old, same old. But I forgot what the new fresh one was going to be. So you just got spastic. We panicked it's, on the intro. That's what I'm feeling today. <laughs> Not panicked. Like, I knew where I was going that I didn't want to say the old thing again because I'm honestly tired of hearing it. Um, so. I just didn't know. I knew I wasn't going that route. I just didn't know which route I was going to go down. We were just going down a part, a path of no return, but we didn't n- know how to like circle back to the original idea. So we just kept going down it. Yeah. That's usually how it is. <laughs> we're all in. That's it. There's no, there's no second guessing. We hard commit to the process. Yes. Yes, queen. Hold on. Let me make my screen smaller. Well, welcome, guys. Yeah. Um, What's I think, up? How's it going? I think this is officially episode number 32. It is. It is. 32 deep Um, of my Not So Balanced Life podcast. That's like um, over a month. A month's worth. Yeah. You listen to one episode. If you're brand new and you listen to an episode a day, it would take you a month to catch up. Unless you did like. Unless you just binged every day, which yeah, I've like, done. I've, I've done. Yeah. Like unless you just kind of like cold, cold, a straight shooter kind of just go for it. Work, listening, listening to us through work or something like that. Then you might be able to catch up in a little bit of a shorter amount of time. But if you take it an episode per day, we're a month deep in recordings. Oh, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Anything exciting to report, Natalie? Other um, than your baby fever? Yeah, definitely baby fever after my friend's kid's birthday party. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's just crazy because, like, you don't realize how much <laughs> you don't realize how much you want a baby until all of your friends around you start having babies. Uh, yeah. And that is a hundred percent true. Like you, it's just one of those things. It's just, you catch the fever, you catch the fever and you realize this is nice. So, but yeah, went to a really nice birthday party for my friend's, um, baby's first birthday. Um, other than that though, it's just been really all hands on deck with the wedding planning. So, I mean, you know, there's not anything too different to report out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, Brandon did start decorating for Halloween. So if yeah. you guys saw the stories, um, 
this year's production is a little bit more ramped up from last year's. So, as the fact that it's a production, well, serious. Okay, so last year was pretty intense, and I mean that was like our first year living in the house. So, to put it into perspective. Uh, we really love decorating like Halloween is my favorite holiday of the year and Christmas is Brandon's favorite holiday of the year so Mm -hmm. for both of those holidays we end up going all out with decorations so last year for Halloween I knew that I just wanted us to decorate so we just started decorating and getting stuff and putting them out in the yard well we we were doing such a good job like that our neighbors all of a sudden who had like zero intention of decorating literally started buying spider webs and giant spiders and all this different stuff and at one point they shouted at us across the yard uh our neighbors across the street the husband said all this decorating was sparked by pure jealousy for my wife and I 100% blame you guys so that means we were doing something right and we live in a super kid-friendly neighborhood I think last year we had like 60 kids come through so we have committed to stepping up our game this year another evolution of the game is happening we're actually hanging lantern pumpkins in the front tree of our house but next year you're hearing it first the ultimate goal is to seriously do a full-on production halloween next year falls on a friday and we're attempting to do a haunted walk in our backyard a legit one one with different themes okay i won't be there what no why look i went to a haunted house once when i was younger and one i was super grossed out because they're like stick your hand in this tell us what it is and i was like uh grapes that sounds creepy and they were like no they're eyeballs and i was like no bitch this is a grape and i took my hand out and i ate it and then i was like i wonder how many hands have touched this grape yeah, that's pretty gross. No, no, no. It won't be like that. But We're I was just right. It was a grape. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's kind of no. It won't be like that. We are channeling all of our experience with Halloween Horror Nights into a full-on production that people can actually walk through, maze-wise, through the backyard. All I'm gonna say is, one, you have to take that wood panel off your back window if you're gonna have anybody walk through the backyard. And two, Kim and I will not be in attendance. <laughs> Kim absolutely will be. Kim Kim can run the front team. It's listen. All right, we'll run admission. We're we'll yeah. Run, look, we're gonna collect donations. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how. But like Kim and I are gonna keep like twenty percent. Whoa, that is a steep like like between both of us. So like ten. That, that is still a steep surcharge right there. You guys are getting eighty percent. Honestly, like without Kim and I's math skills, listen, people will be lowballing you. Maybe like. What's, what's a good donation? And I'm like, whatever you think, but most people are giving $10. Yeah. I So in my mind, how I'm really thinking about it is that I do want us to collect an admission to donate to a charity. So there are several charities that my are- back pocket. Huh? My back pocket. <laughs> There's several charities that I have in mind for us to think for for the next year but that's the goal and then after halloween this year it won't be as ramped up because we're going to be on our honeymoon but we're going to start the christmas production after halloween and that's a full-blown production 
ultimately the goal for that is to convert our haunted walk into a Christmas walk in the future. Oh my god. Yep. We're those neighbors. A hundred percent those neighbors. I'm happy I'm not your neighbor. Well, actually, you would really nice to see it. (laughs) I, I would feel like I'd be like, look, here's my wreath. (laughs) <laughs> like, I like decorating, but I like, like, simple decorations. Mm-hmm. I don't want something that Brian has to, like, slave away putting up and also slave away taking down. Yeah, no. That's that's not what we're doing. We're, we're doing exactly Brandon that. Brandon is turning into a slave. <laughs> Brandon hung up, like, ten lantern pumpkins, and we just bought six more. They look so good in that video. You they posted. look so good. And we're getting more hung up, too. Like, I really want to find little ones to kind of do, like, clusters, you know, and, and kind of give some depth, but I don't know if they're out there or not. But we'll work with what we got. Guys, if you guys decorate for Halloween, send us your videos so we can post them to the gram. I'd like to see what everyone else does for Halloween or if you guys are dressing up as a family or whatever you're dressing up as, or if you have kids, what your kids are dressing up as, we'd like to know because we'd like to post it to Instagram. I'm not dressing up as anything this year. I don't think. Brian and I haven't really talked about it. Except we're going to do Peter Kavinsky and uh, Lara Jean. Cute. But um, her outfits are kind of like intricate, and I had a whole year to prepare because I decided that was like what we were gonna be last year. I just forgot until just the second, like just. Um, so to sum up, Brandon and I as aesthetic as a couple, you know, in Mean Girls, how Katie Heron like explains the breakdown of people in Halloween oh, is the one night that girls can dress up totally slutty or whatever <laughs> she says. Hold yeah, on, pull up the like, quote. Girls can dress up as super sluts, and no one will even bat an eye to it. Basically, well, I dress up as Katie Heron, and we are the ghoul and gore kind of people. We are the freaky kind of decorations. Like aesthetically, there's nothing cute about the stuff that we're putting up. Okay, here it is. In the regular world, Halloween is when children dress up in costumes and beg for candy. In girl world, Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. <laughs> the most quotable. I will, I, we need to put this poll out there. Is Mean Girls the most quotable movie of all time? Yes or no? I argue yes. I argue yes. So It absolutely is. That and like Bridesmaids bridesmaids and then if you're looking for like a gender neutral movie it would be like the goonies the goonies the goonies Goonies is good so mean girls if you're not on it get on it because it's the most quotable movie in the existence of cinematic production say it again i think it's still on hbo or they just might have taken it off oh if it is i love it I'm here for it. Oh, and that's the other thing. So we're tra- we're testing out Hulu's cable subscription. Their TV subscription is nice. Yeah, it's nice. All I know is, can you watch Shit's Creek on there? Uh, I don't know. I ha- well, to be fair, you I haven't. You like- need to watch Shit's Creek. I haven't tried you to look Brandon- it up. No, no, no. You and Brandon would love. Shit's Creek. Is oh, that that's that's the dad from um American Pie, right? That Eugene. Yeah. Okay. Le- Levy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. 
It's yeah. him and his son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like his real son. His physical son in real they're life. Like identical. Yeah. Like their eyebrows are the same. <laughs> Those pillows. Those cat. But I love it. I started rewatching it. That's how good it is. A staple of a good TV production. Like Brian and I watching it on Netflix, and when it ended, we were both so sad. <sighs> like, oh. So I know it's on Hulu, but we don't have the t- the cable subscription. So I'm like, now I have to wait until it's on Netflix, but we're rewatching it. Oh, and I'm happy to report that we went back to Halloween Horror Nights and I successfully kept my eyes open for the Stranger Things house as well as the Ghostbusters house. That's good. So take that, haters that say I can't handle Halloween Horror Nights. So me. (laughs) Basically, Allie. (laughs) Oh, man. I remember when Natalie was scared to watch Stranger Things. But here we are. She went to the physical house. I can't say anything anymore. We're thriving. I have, I have been too shade. Mm. But anyway. So what's new? I went to a wedding last night. I know. How was it? It was my cousin's wedding. And they were high school sweethearts. And then they like life separated them. It's truly a, a romantic story. Adorable. They were separated. They each got married. They had kids. And then they got back together. And everyone's like, oh my God, finally. Right. Um, it was good. So windy. I did my hair and I was like, I don't even know why I did this. Like it, it felt, yeah. And it was horrible. It was in Vero. Yeah. It was in Vero and so, so windy. The drinks were good. I felt like you remember how you were like, Oh, my mom judged me when I was on the boat. And I was like, (laughs) but you like blacked out. I did like blacked out. (laughs) There's very, oh my God, this is embarrassing. There's very few times in my young adult life where I can barely recollect times where I don't remember nights. And one, one was our birthday. You know what? One we tried to call a cab for Natalie and she was like, no, I don't want to get in. No. And I'm pretty sure they threw my ass in. No. Yeah, we sure oh. did. We're like, take her to this address. A hundred percent. I blame the boat situation on Tracy. A hundred a hundred percent. Like whatever, Tracy. There's there's literally not a doubt in my mind that Tracy was not directly responsible for that. Because she was like, Oh, like you have to try, you have to try my punch that I made for the boat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, great. Like, fill up a whole red Solo cup. Don't taste a single thing of alcohol. No, it's like that, you know, like that good hunch punch. Oh, my. Three cups deep, basically. And she informs me that it was hunch punch. And things just went You from- just didn't think to ask? I swear to God, I didn't. Like, there there literally was no- from Tracy. Yo, Tracy's- <sighs> Tracy can get lit. Tracy's a baller. I saw her on that bus when we were driving around Austin, Texas. (laughs) Tracy's like sweating. Tracy's sweating. Tracy was an aerialist that day. I was like, wow, I can't even do that. Listen, our bus driver was a baller that day. She did not care. She was just like, listen, as long as y'all don't get lost, you get back on this bus. No one throws up, we're good. Literally, (laughs) yeah, I 100% 100 blame. I okay, can you tell 
our friends what you said or what your mom said to you and then what you said to your mom. It's like not a proud moment of mine. No, it's it's a proud moment for me. It was so aggressive. It really was. No, like, oh, I feel bad even vocalizing this. But no, like, I, like, you know, when you can sense, like, the eyes of judgment on you, right? Like, so I'm clearly blacked out. Like, like, truly, I passed out on the back of the boat, like, full on passed out. When we got off the boat, I somehow made it to the bathroom. I don't even know how that happened. But I passed out pretty much, like, the rest of the, like, it was bad. Like, I went from zero to a hundred three hunch punch cups and that was it oh my god but literally like all I remember all I remember that entire day (laughs) so I'm such a bad daughter for this this is a low moment for me all I remember is my mom saying to me oh and you know it's like it's that sound that the lip smack and the sigh of disappointment (laughs) she was like oh we overdid it and like she kept saying she kept saying it I love my mom I swear mom if you're listening I'm so sorry she kept saying it so it just like pissed me off because clearly I knew I was drunk I just remember I like whipped around and shouted at her stop fucking judging me wait I want like quotes no that's literally what I said okay so I'm your mom we overdid it Oh yeah, and I literally like I'm blushing because I like vividly recollect this moment somehow out of the entire day. And I just okay. Look, what did you say? I literally shouted at her, "Stop fucking judging!" Oh my god! <laughs> like, like it's such a bad, it's such a low moment for our relationship. <laughs> but like I, out of the entire, actually, there's a few moments that I remember from that day. I remember shouting that at her and it was like an aggressive drunk moment too like it was a physical shout right i feel like your arms went back and like you were just like bent over and you were just like screaming oh yeah like it wasn't a scream but it was definitely like aggressive it was like when eleven uses all of her powers in Stranger Things, and she's just like screaming, like, and you can feel it because she's small. You can just feel like all of her body start to shake and like convulse. All you needed was just the blood coming out of your nose. Yeah, that I was there that day. I was, and I'm not an aggressive person like at all, and I was there. Oh. So I remember that moment. I remember the first drink of Hunch Punch. I remember passing out on the back. And when I say like passed out, I mean, my dad had to like drive the boat slow because if not, I would have rolled off the boat. Like that's like the level of passed out that I was. And then I remember staggering off the boat to go to the bathroom, somehow made it there. And then I remember my, oh my, this is such a low, literally the lowest moment ever. My niece and nephew we're taking video of passed out Aunt Natalie. <laughs> like, that's how, like, that's how legit this was. But their friends are like, yo, is your aunt okay? Oh, like, R.I.P., R.I.P. It was such a bad day. Like, it was one of those, like, it was terrible because I got trashed so early in the day. So I had the worst headache for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, day drinking. Like, you gotta, you gotta choose wisely what you're day drinking. Oh, there's very, very, there's several moments where day drinking has gone bad. Tailgate, tailgate, UCF tailgate, family weekend, 
I know Natalie's drunk. If I'm not like, if we're together, like it's fine. But like, if we're not together and she FaceTimes me, I'm like, Brian, watch this FaceTime. And it's Natalie looking and she's like, hey, I'm out here. It's me. And I'm like, I see you. I'm like, hi. Hi. I FaceTimed Brandon's dad one time, which was, oh my he God. God, he got the biggest kick out of it. I remember we were at a beer festival. And for those of you that haven't been to beer festivals before, like, okay, let me, let me back up. I know beer is a, an acquired taste. Okay. Like I get that, but beer festivals are really fun. Why? Because you pay like $30 And at every single beer festival you go to, you get like a sippy cup size sample cup, okay? Mm -hmm. You can fill that sippy cup size sample cup however many times you want at every single vendor at the beer festival. So Orlando is becoming a pretty big craft brew scene too, which is awesome. I mean, you have the Central Florida Ale Trail, you have like hop on tours which is a brew bus here that's local i mean it's fantastic so beer festivals are becoming a cornerstone of orlandonian culture right so we went to we went to this beer festival which it was right up the street from the apartment so we took an uber and within maybe like i don't know like five tenths out of the 40 that were actually there oh my god sitting under a tree in like the dirt facetiming Brandon's dad because I was so drunk my god oh man "Mm, natty boo he's like you overdid it today and I was like yes I did you're not my mom (laughs) oh my god I remember that so yeah Beer festivals, they're great. All right. Well, anyway, back to my wedding story. Sorry. That was hijacked. Sorry. (laughs) It was good. The first mojito I got was super watered down. And I was like, this is disgusting. But I drank it. And my dad's like, go get another one. Like they're they're really good. And I'm like, all right. So I made a friend, the bartender, Patrick. You probably don't listen to this, but you're my dog. Um (laughs) He, yeah, it was great. It was great. He kept him coming or whatever. Brian had like a beer. My dad kept drinking mojitos. Like literally, it was my mom, my dad, my aunt and uncle, like one of them. I feel like I like re-met like 12 aunt and uncles last night. And they're like, oh my God, I haven't seen you since you were six. And I was like, who are you? It was one of those family reunions. It's like, it's it's bizarre. And so whatever. So I got another mojito and like there are people – that like I haven't seen for a while, like that are like my age that were super mean to me, like when we were little, because I was like super ugly and fat and like whatever, I get it. Um, but like now we're adults. So I'm like, Brian, let me finish this mojito and then like I'll go and I need to finish this entire cup before I even like think about moving anywhere. So I drank it and then I went back to the bar and the guy was like, Oh, we're out of mojitos. And I'm like, how though so classic your luck right there (laughs) like what do you mean you're out of mojitos and he's like oh my god yeah you're running out of mint and I'm like "Ah, what (laughs) so I got a vodka soda which is fine we had dinner I talked to the people that you know whatever super great super nice 
awesome. And then I go back to the bar and Patrick's like, yo, my manager went and got more mint. And I'm like, my dog, (laughs) another mojito. (laughs) So whatever. Anyway, we're dancing. Okay. And my family, like, I love my family. Please don't take this the wrong way. And like, I, it's for sure projecting on my end, but whenever I'm around like this side of my family or just like my family in general, like it's super awkward. And like, I never know how to act because whenever I was really young, like they would always make a big deal about me trying to like hang out with the older kids. So I just stopped hanging out or like trying to like fit in or blend in. Cause they couldn't just let me blend in. They'd be like, Oh, look at Allie over there dancing and stuff. And I'm like, I don't dance. And then I would just like run away. So yeah. And so now I'm getting older. Brian, well, ever since I started dating Brian, really, because Brian loves to dance and Brian is very social and Brian just, he loves a good time. And I'm truly blessed to have a boyfriend like that because he breaks the ice and then I can come in and it, the ice is broken and I can just kind of sit down and everyone gets to know me and it's all good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're dancing and we're, you know, and I dance at another, so there are four boys. Those are the cousins, my cousins, four boys. And it was the eldest that got married mm-hmm. and I danced at two of their other brother's weddings. Mm-hmm. And the first time they were like, oh my God, I look at Allie, look at Brian. And I'm just like, can't you guys just let me be? I just want to be normal. Okay. So whatever, I panicked. I got super drunk that night and I threw up. I threw up cookie dough Oreos. I can never eat those again. Although they were so good. This wasn't last night, right? No, no, no. This wasn't last night. This is a past. No. This is a past wedding. Got so it. come last night, Brian and I are dancing. We're having a good time. And if anyone has ever like been around Brian and I, when we're both kind of drunk, I don't know, but really, like really, really a good time. It's great. <laughs> it's, All we can do is laugh and just like, you know, it's a ball. It's truly a ball. And so I come to sit down and I'm wearing like a, like shorts, but it's like a maxi romper type situation. So the wind, it's so windy. Like I said, it's blowing the back of my dress up and my dad's like cover yourself and I'm like I'm wearing shorts bro like what am I supposed to do like so whatever and my dad's kind of drunk too so I just kind of like whatever he's fine mm-hmm. and then my mom goes I don't know who's more drunk you or Brian and then I'm like I'm shutting down I can like feel my like <laughs> funness slowly just just lessen and I'm like oh my god am I acting crazy so I go to Brian and I'm like, am I crazy? And he's like, no, you're just having a fun time. And then I look over at my aunt and uncle who are literally dancing around a pole, like in circles. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm the one who's drunk right now. Yeah. So whatever. We finished having a good time. Every, we get in the car and I'm like, mom, you can't keep judging me like that because like, I'm going to get upset and then I'm not going to have a good time. And then I'm going to blame you. And you know what? I kind of feel like Natalie right now. <laughs> You literally, you had your boat moment last night. I was so mad. I was so mad because I was just like, can't you just like let me live? Like, can't you just let me be? You know, I'm having a good time. No one's saying anything. Like, you know, I met, I met this, Brian and I met this couple that are sitting next to us at the dinner table and they own like the Mexican restaurant we went to when we were in Vero. Oh, they own the Mexican so restaurant. Good. Yeah. And 
I, whatever, we were talking, having such good communication. And it was like, I was like so obsessed with them because I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so nice. And whatever. My mom is just, she was like laughing at me in the car because she's like, oh my God, like what you're yelling. And I'm like, I am not yelling. Meanwhile, like the windows are like reverberating because I'm yelling. <laughs> and so like I'm having this, like I'm explaining to her, you know, like I can't just do that because I'm the youngest out of the four brothers. I'm like, I'm the youngest. And it, uh, I was like, I feel like Natalie right now. I feel straight up like Natalie and it ain't right. Mm-mm-mm. So whatever that conversation happened, it was fine. And then I get home, I eat a donut and then I ate an ice cream bar and then I threw that up. I threw the donut up. Like I was fine, but like that donut and the dairy like just did not sit well. So I literally just threw it up. You threw up and last night. Well, I threw up this morning okay. because my stomach, like, so, okay. So I have, I have to take like a- an acid blocker or whatever it is for my stomach. Yeah. So I forgot to take it last night and alcohol is obviously very acidic. So I messed up on that end. So I woke up and my stomach was like on fire, like I wasn't drunk anymore. I was literally just like, I feel like my stomach is like the center of hell. Yeah. So I literally had to make myself throw up and all I could throw up was the donut. Truly tragic. And then my walk, it was like literally a meme. You know the meme where it's like you walk to your mom's room just to be like, mom, I threw up, you know? So I walked to her room. It's like 7.30 in the morning. And my dad's like, here. my dad already knows I'm coming because my feet are like splat, splat, splat on the floor. And then the, he goes, are you okay? Because you were coughing. And I go, I threw up. <laughs> and they're like, what could it have been? And I was like, well, I'm going to state the obvious here. It was probably the alcohol. But like, if I'm being extra honest, it was probably the donut. And then my dad goes, yeah, and you ate that ice cream bar. I was like, wow. Keep the tabs on me. It's fine. Yeah, they literally... <laughs> At 10.45 p.m., we had one yeah. ice cream bar. At 10.50, we had one donut. But it was such a good time. Like, the wedding, we had so much fun. Like, Brian and I literally danced the whole evening. I am so sore today. Like, and yesterday, I went to spin. Okay, so we're going to move past it. That's the exciting part. There was a wedding. Awesome. We had a blast in the glass, literally a few glasses. Everyone had a great time. Moving on, yesterday morning, I did spin with my friend Stephanie, and that is the first stop of the Orlando Fit Girl Tour. Now, if you live in Central Florida, in Orlando, in Winter Park, in Claremont, in wherever Central Florida, other places it touches, I don't know. Um, And if we ever go to Vero, let's go to a a studio, a fitness studio, or whatever. Girls. Which is going to, it's just going to have to eventually just change, but I might keep the Orlando Fit Girl, or Orlando fit girl tour yeah I might just leave it like that but like we can go literally anywhere um let us know where we should try like what other studios or other gyms or other like forms of exercise it could be like yoga it could be acro yoga it could be just aerial it could be a boot camp class I might go back to camp gladiator because my friend is a coach Craig if you're listening to this I'm gonna come back so I can review it but the first time I went it was awesome it was such a good class titties so the next one we plan to go hopefully natalie will join me this time everyone is open to come 
obviously like you can show up if you want like you don't have to it's not mandatory but it would be cool if we could go like as a group and then we can get to know each other fun so so anyway we're gonna review what socialization opportunity yeah we had so much fun so stephanie and i went to ruckus cycle studio and that's right next to whole foods and we stopped and got coffee and then we talked for like two hours and i was like oh my god i have to get home <laughs> <laughs> you um, had to leave early to be real i know i so my idea was like i was like oh, okay it's probably like a 45 minute class i'll leave and i'll get home like 10 10 15 i didn't get home until 11 30 <laughs> whoops uh, bye bye yeah, but it was such a good time. I really like just taking different classes and spicing things up. Like I, my preference is to work out from home, I think now, mm-hmm. but if I can like splash in, splash, if I can throw in some Ooh, random class. classes and then we can write like a little review on it, give you guys some insights, see if you want to try it out. I want to try out that rowing class, the row That's house. The one I want to do too. Yeah, that one, I weirdly like rowing. So I think the owners of the one in Winter Park used to live in Vero. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So little local connection there. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, it is open to all. Please let us know where we should go next. We are. We're ready. The Maybe we'll even go to Natalie's gym and I can try out her gym. Oh boy. I'm so excited if that's the case. Yeah. I haven't done CrossFit in like a year and a half. Well, it's not really CrossFit. It's like cross training, but that's, that's. Oh, whatever. It's the same thing. Honestly, like a lot of gyms do CrossFit workouts. They just don't have an affiliate name. Like it's not a big deal. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Well, hit us with those details, folks, so we can make a stop in a gym near you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I already put the hashtag in my bio. Orlando Fit Tuber. There isn't like a hashtag already trending for that. So I was like, or like created for it. And I'm like, oh my God. The stars are aligned. I'm an innovator. (laughs) Anyway. Oh my God. (laughs) Today's topic of the episode is great because speaking of like where we are now physically, like this morning, I was like, it was like a dead person. And then Natalie has baby fever. Also, sorry to go back to the wedding. I think we had 10 people ask us or say, you guys are next. When are you guys getting married? When are you getting engaged? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I have to use the bathroom. And I just ran away. I also told my aunt, I was like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to get married. Um, we decided against it. And she was like, what? She's like, I bought four dresses in, like, during the time that you guys have been together in hopes that like one of these dresses I could wear to your wedding, but now I'm going to probably have to buy another one because now it's going to be forever longer. And I'm like, just saying, you, elopement. Let me live. I'm all for it. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point, everyone is for it. I'm all for it. Just let me be there. Tell me where it is. You don't have to make it public and just elope. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm considering that too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, like I said, this episode is going to be where we thought we'd be at this point in our lives. So 27 years old, where we thought we would be by this age. And I just laugh because I'm... <laughs> It's crazy. I think this topic is hard. so ambitious. Well, I think it's hard for us because we're planners. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like yeah. my major changed in college and that wasn't expected. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because I think about this and I think, was it Steph that proposed this idea actually? Kind of like us so, doing. We, uh, hers was like a fear base. Like what would, no, what have we learned and how does that like impact like our day to day? Yeah. And like career, our friendships or relationships. And then another one that she said was if fear wasn't a, a concern, like I'll have to reread it again, but it was something to do with fear. Yeah, yeah, like where do we think we would be? But we just kind of talked about it in in generalized. I don't know. It's weird because, I mean, granted, when you're young, you you kind of have like this big vision in mind for for where your life is going to be and stuff like that. Especially when you're in high school and then you get to college and just things change. So, ironically enough, when I went into school, I thought I was going to become a teacher. So I started out, I know, I started out college as an education major. I thought I wanted oh to God. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed um, working as a summer camp counselor. I really enjoyed, I still really enjoy working with kids. Um, that's something that gives me like a lot of fulfillment. But I think it was one class deep or one semester deep in school of education classes. And I was like, this is not for me. And it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of like, it wasn't for me because I didn't want to work with kids because I very much do love working with kids. It was a matter of, it wasn't for me because in one semester I realized how much bullshit that teachers have to deal with. And I was not fixing to make a career out of that. No, it's horrible. It's terrible. The The standards that they put in place with the testing and, you know. Testing, like, I underappreciated all of my teachers. Yeah. Because like, I never knew what it took to, like, run a class. And then now a lot of my friends are teachers. And I hear them talking about, like, the lesson plans. They have to get, like, their things approved if yeah. they have a they still have to write lesson plans and they take a lot of work home yeah and I'm like hell no absolutely one of the most thankless jobs of all times I have I have an aunt that she's retired now but she worked as a special education teacher for like 30 years in Puerto Rico so I mean she I mean she for 30 years like that that is like the epitome of like a thankless job right because you're dealing with some of like the most severe cases when it comes to kids and their education like she dealt with a lot of kids that were involved in like gangs and she dealt with a lot of kids that had disabilities like you know needing a lot of attention and you know it took me one semester to realize like I wasn't cut out for this like you know I I feel like it's it's something that I had to come to terms with really quick because I was like, I would work to the ground for the kids, but I wouldn't be able to bring my best self to their education with all the restrictions in place for teachers nowadays. Mm -hmm. So that was a big change. And then from there I went down this like, you know, pathway of, I don't know what the hell I want to do with my life and then changed my major five times. And then in that time frame, I also got in a relationship with my ex-boyfriend who that's another big change. Like I thought, you know, I mean, I've talked about our story here. We thought we were going to get married and engaged and all this different stuff. And then within a 
month or two of him asking my parents if we can get married. We were broken up and then I found out he cheated on me. So it's crazy because it's like, what a turn. <laughs> like literally, but I think about that because I'm like, I could be a single mom right now. Like I could be a single mom right now. I could have not a penny to my name right now. I could be in a completely different city than, than I am right now. I could not have a master's degree because with that relationship, and we talked about it on like the, what is it? Um, Not the toxic relationship episode. Mm-hmm. I was going to say abusive, but that wasn't the right word. Toxic relationship episode, how signs of toxic relationships are like, the relationships that we're willing to just like throw ourselves all into them and kind of like just do like this reckless abandonment, you know, of our, of our like morals or values are, you know, things that really drive us and motivate us. And that's absolutely where I was with that last relationship. So it's crazy to think now, like I'm going to be marrying like the love of my life in like two months. Like, But it's just crazy because it's, like, to think about where I was, like, five years ago versus where I am now, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be marrying literally my best friend and the love of my life in, like, two months, you know, like, truly, like, truly the person that gets me better than anybody else, that supports me more than anybody else, like, I'm married. It also throws so much shade your way. Let's not talk about the little weed you're growing in your office. Not like, like marijuana, but like just like a truly. I have a succulent. And, succulent. I have a succulent that Brandon insists is a living weed, like a weed that you kill with weed killer in your driveway, kind of thing. Growing in the office, he can say whatever he wants. That thing is thriving. Okay, thriving. Like, it's living it's not best kidding, life. Guys. It's covered in mold. <laughs> it's it's got mold. Like you're gonna get mesothelioma. I'll be fine. Anyways, but yes, life has definitely changed directionally than where I thought I was initially going. I mean okay, the- at twenty seven, if you could give us a framework for your life, what would it have been or what would it have looked like at twenty seven? I mean, really, I thought by now I'd be married with, be married, I would have kids, you know, Um, and I mean, I would be the working mom at this point, you know, and it's crazy because, like, I think about it, too, because, I mean, when I was in high school, I was really into volleyball, you know, and I really, at one point or another, wanted to be recruited and play at the collegiate level and all these different things. But I talk with Brandon about this stuff all the time because his path, where he thought he was going, Brandon at one point wanted to join the military. He, Mm -hmm. you know, he wanted to enlist. And I tell him, I was like, if you had done that though, like we maybe would never have have met each other because you could be deployed. You could be stationed somewhere in a completely different state. Like, yeah, like things, things don't, things don't things don't work out, but they don't work out sometimes for a bigger reason. So we, so we talk about this conversation all the time. And I think what freaks me out the most about like thinking about that though, is if, if it had, if things had worked out with my ex, if we did get married and we did get kids, I mean, truthfully, like I'm the believer that like once you're a cheater, like you can't change a cheater from being a cheater. That's just my personal belief. Like that's just 
that's just what I believe. You, people can fight me until I'm blue in the face and that, like, that's just what it is, you know? And, um, I think about it because I'm like, well, if we had gotten married, who's used to say like, he still wouldn't have cheated, you know? And then I think about it and I'm like, wow, like I, I would, I mean, when we broke up, like, this is going to sound really dumb and like, I don't mean to offend any parents out there. So like, don't, please don't take this comparison wrong. We had Maisie, which was our dog. <laughs> like when we broke up, we were talking about like, all right, like, what do we do with Maisie? Like that was the dog that we had adopted to. And I said, no, sir. Like Maisie's not going anywhere. Like Maisie's staying with me. Like Maisie is my responsibility. Like, I have taken care of this dog so, so much. Like that is my baby. Like she is not coming anywhere. But then I think about it. I'm like, what if that was like a kid? Like what if, what if that was like, we're having to split time with our child? Or- I'm pretty sure with how irresponsible and like just pathetic he was like I'm sure you would have gotten full custody so no but like that's that's the thing like I'm I at the time I didn't I didn't realize like you know when you go through something like so tragic like that you're like why me you know like why me why why is this happening to me like is God punishing me like I I hate to say like that but like these are the thoughts that were going in my mind right like what did I do wrong here you know like I feel like I'm a good person I feel like I'm doing all the right things like why was this put on me and those are the things that I was asking myself. Like I, I was, I was in the wrong, but fast forward a couple of years, like it's because of this, because I'm living an amazing life. Like I'm going to be marrying an amazing person, someone that actually respects me and values me and actually loves me. And that wants to have a life with me, you know, and never put me in a position of having to choose like in, <laughs> choose between me or someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think about it, but it, it humbles me because I'm like, I had to go through so much struggle to get to where I am now. And it was all worth it. I, if I could turn back time, I wouldn't because fact of the matter is if I did that, it wouldn't have led me to Brandon. It wouldn't have led me to having this amazing life that we have, you know, and did it suck at the time? Absolutely. But I grew a lot from the experience. I grew a lot from you know, having to feel true heartbreak, because that's what I really felt. I mean, when you're thinking you're going to marry someone, like, you're all in with that person, you know, and having to, like, walk away from that, like, that's, that's hard, but I'm proud of myself that I did that, because it set me up to actually meet someone a million times better, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a crazy conversation, it is. For sure. You don't see the silver lining when you're going through something so bad like that sometimes, you know? So that's how I see my life now. It's, it's a blessing in disguise. So (laughs) mine's not, it's kind of like that. Um, (laughs) so I was dating somebody, um, in undergrad, like earlier in undergrad and I just got in a job at the rec center and I became, became like really close with my, with my boss, with my manager, you know, I could really talk to him about a lot of stuff. And he sat me down he was like, so Allie, like, what's your five-year plan? And I'm like, let me tell you my five-year plan. Okay. I'm going to be married to this guy, you know, like we're going to be engaged right when we graduate, we're going to get married. We're going to have kids. I'm going to be a physical therapist. Um, you know, it's like, 
I'm going to have a job right out of school. I'm not going to go back and get a master's because like, that really wasn't in like my plan, you know? Um, and yeah, I'll probably have kids by like 26. It'll be, yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. And he's like, okay. So it's like, real five-year plan. <laughs> no, no, I like, that was it. That was legitimately it. Like I'll, I'll have, you know, my doctor in physical therapy, like, you know, like I'll do it. Like that's what it was. Like there wasn't any, like, you know, I was going to be that working mom and do all the whatever. And we were probably going to move back to Vero because that's whatever, what the plan was at the time. And he goes, okay, so like before you graduate, call me and let me know if that all works out for you. And I'm like, I really don't like your negativity here. Like the fact that you're like pooping on my five-year plan is kind of frustrating. And he's just like, I'm not pooping on it. It's just like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, okay. I remember literally the week before I graduated, I called him and I'm like, Hey, do you have a second to talk? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, so remember the five-year plan? And he's like, yeah, I have it on this piece of paper. Like he literally like kept it. Like we were so, we had such a good like mentor, mentee, like it was awesome. And he's like, he write it off to me. And I'm like, so none of that happened. <laughs> I was not dating that person anymore. I had already started dating Brian and I did not want to be a physical therapist anymore. Um, I it felt like I was being forced into that track. And I felt like now I'm starting to realize that like I was never given much of an option other than healthcare as the only route to take as a career. Um, I obviously was not going to be married and have kids by the age of 26. I mean, like I could have, but I'm like, I just started dating somebody else. So like chances of that happening are slim. And, and I was like, and I'm, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing after I graduate with my bachelor's. Like I'm moving home to take a semester off to figure that out. I've never heard somebody laugh so hard on the phone before. He was just like, so life one, alley zero. And I'm like, it's more like alley's negative five. You know, like we're, we're kind of going backwards. Here. We had five points on this list and I struck yeah. out on all five. So, I mean, now like I have a master's degree, I'm working in healthcare, you know, I'm dating Brian for five years. Um, and my views on motherhood, mother. Is that, was that a word? I don't know. That came out weird. Like it sounded weird. No, it's a word. Okay. Uh, it's completely different. I don't want a stranger raising like my kids for like the first few years. And if I can figure something out that I can like work part-time or uh, work from home, then I will. I truly don't want a stranger touching my child and like teaching them not what I want them to learn. Because obviously if you have a child, you know that kids are sponges like the first few years. And I don't need somebody ratchet teaching my kids ghetto things. Okay. I'm just going to be blunt. There it is. I want them to learn what I learned when I'm growing up, what Brian learned when he was growing up. Like I don't need some person with long acrylic nails coming at my kid's face. Sorry. No, no. I would be that parent if I dropped my kid off. I'm like, do you guys have those like cameras that I can watch my kid all day? And I would just be at my desk watching my child sleep. And then if like, the lady who was watching him got close, I would like zoom in. I'd 
be one of those moms that I'm like calling through the camera, don't touch my child. Did you wash your hands? Like, so it's probably just best for my mental health and like <laughs> everyone just else if I just take care of my own kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. But, and I don't know. And like, I guess after hearing just like all these horror stories of like crazy teachers, like hitting kids and like just throwing them around and shaking them and, and i mean that's not the dominating majority of care pers- no i'm not saying it is but it's like it creates distrust for sure i'm not saying it, it, it's gonna happen to my child or someone else i know's kid like but the opportunity the, the possibility is there and i don't i don't like it and plus i have a really hard time trusting people as it is and i'm gonna like i barely trust them with me, like if I go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna leave my my like defenseless child. No. Um, so that's where I'm at now. I mean, I didn't think I'd have a master's, so I guess that's like one up, you know. Not because I wasn't smart enough, because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah, um, I think in terms of school, like if I if I could do school differently, not that I would, sure. but but I would. If it, well, if I could do school, at least graduate school differently, I think I might have waited, probably. And don't get me wrong, I loved our program. I love what I learned. I love the waited for what? I I probably would have gone into the workforce and kind of explored what I really oh, liked yeah. before just diving into a program. But at the same time, I'm glad that I didn't wait because I knew that if I got out of school, I wasn't going back to school. Like right now, oh. you can you couldn't pay me to go back to school right now. I mean, because, yeah, no, no. But that's also because we've been in school for so long and we have a degree, so there's no need to go back. Yeah, right. it, but if I were to do school over again for grad school, I'd actually do it out of for something that I would and in, in, in really enjoy. Like I've always said that I would enjoy doing something with like marketing or something with economics or strategy or analytics like a master's or graduate level degree in in one of those areas as opposed to just an extension in my bachelor's but I've at this point in time I've been out of school for so long now that I have no desire to want to go back and I'm talking like three years yeah it's going not even two yeah two and a half but it's going on three years maybe it's not like it was 10 years that you haven't been in school but still, you get out of a rhythm. Like, no, that, for sure. And that was the thing. Like, I knew if I stopped, I wasn't going to want to go back. And I knew I wanted to go back. But I, I would, and also I probably would have looked at programs that were more like seminar based or application based. Yeah. Or conversation. Like, what did I didn't like about our program? Like an application approach. Versus- yes. That was the thing that I didn't, I started to like theory. Yes. That was exactly what I started to not really like about our program towards the end. I was like, there's, don't be wrong. Theory is important, but theory will only get you so far and actually applying that work and that knowledge in the workforce. You can't tell me, Mr. Professor of so-and-so of academia, blah, 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 blah that this is the only way to do this in the real world. Like, you can't talk. Uh, are you talking about our finance professor? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of my, like, the one the one professor that I ever had serious beef with. Don't get me wrong, Rotarius was a different can of worms. Uh, like, he, he truly was. But the one professor I had beef with was my quality professor. 
and he was that gaze? Just, no it wasn't gaze it, it was oh, was this the one that you answered the question he was like no it's wrong and you were like but yes. this is you in the real world yes he literally docked me for points for my professional working experience and i'm like sir this is this is reality like you can't tell me that because it's not from a textbook that is wrong like you're wrong right. for thinking that like there's multiple ways to skin a cat you know what i'm saying why do you say that because it's true. Don't but, say cat. Okay, multiple ways to slice an apple. Okay, that's 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 what that's what we'll do. Even though that's the good. what is it the analogy is skin a cat, but we won't say that. We're we're not fixing against analogy against us. But yeah, so that's the only time I had beef. But things happen for a reason. I'm convinced of that. Um. Yeah. I've learned to embrace that a lot over the years, you know, and try to roll with that as much as possible. Cause I feel like, I feel like the, the, the concept of you have to have your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, your 15-year, 20-year plan, that shit freaks people out. (laughs) I think the approach is wrong. Oh, so yeah. like, you know, everyone's like, you, you need to know how you're going to get there. And like, you know, then you have to know the specifics, but it's just like, it doesn't work like that because if one thing goes wrong, there, it's like a massive issue in your five-year plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I changed my major. I went to school wanting to be a pediatrician. And then I was like, oh my God, I don't really like working with kids. Like, no. So I switched it to physical therapy and then I shadowed and it, it just like wasn't what I wanted to do, but I don't know. It's... Well, Go. Well, I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like the five, the five-year plan is really emphasized when you're fresh out of high school. Like at what? Right. And it's like, well, I'm going to be in school for four years. So that's my five-year plan is, is to graduate. Yeah. And like, I mean, I remember asking that in an interview, what's your five-year plan? And after I asked that, I'm just like, honestly, like, I don't care what your five-year plan is. Like, are you going to show up on time to your shift? Yes or no? Yeah. That's all I care about. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like there's a really bad judgment associated or given towards people when they don't have it all figured out. And I feel like this judgment is even worse when you're fresh out of high school. The, the people that I feel like really do themselves a good service are the ones that maybe take some time to figure out what they want to do and explore the workforce before they dive into school. Why? Because you, you're actually getting working experience. You're getting, ex- you're getting exposure. You're talking about like your bachelor's. Yeah, like pe- people give a lot of shit to other people when they don't go right into college from high school. So I would say, like, if you're gonna work, I would say just go and get your associates. It's yes. ma- it's it's not hard. Yes, it's literally gen ed. So it's like English, math. It's an extension know, of your high school curriculum. Yeah. So it's like if you're working part time or full time, like take those night classes and get your AA out of the way. Yeah, it's really the like. It's where you can easily mess up on if you're in college because you're just like, whatever, like these classes don't mean anything and blah, blah, blah. And then you like flunk out and you're like, oh God, that's not what I was supposed to do. So yes, get your work experience. Um, And also like something that, excuse me, we talked about last night at the wedding. Sorry to like 
You're this good. is relevant though. It was like, you need to figure out what you want to do. Okay? Absolutely. You as an individual, yep. not what your sister thinks you should do, not what your mom or dad thinks you should do, not what you think that they think you should do. Absolutely. What do you Absolutely. I am struggling with that now because I didn't feel that I had a choice. And it could very much stem from my immigrant parents <laughs> thinking that there is only one way to succeed here in the United States. So it's like, well, we're always going to need healthcare. We're always going to need doctors. We're always going to need like, like hospitals, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy my job. Um, I'm sh- like, now that I've been there for a certain amount of time, like, yes, I want to do something different, but it's not because I am like dreading going to work. It's just like, I want something new. I want something that's different that I've never done before. And I feel like now that I have that experience in the workforce that I could have gotten earlier, mm-hmm. I can say, okay, the, the, these are the aspects of my job that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. What can I do that encompasses that and maybe challenges me in a different way. But it's such a catch 22 though. Like it's, it's such a catch 22 because the standards for jobs now have just gotten so much higher. Like you can't, you can't get into like an entry level job in some cases making a livable salary. Okay. You can get an entry level job truly anywhere. As long as you look presentable, you bring your resume, you bring your game face to get the job, you'll get a job. Okay. People that truly struggle with that, like, I struggle with it a little bit because I'm like, you can go to McDonald's and apply for a job. You get what I'm saying? Like, anyone can get a basic job, but a livable job, like a career kind of job, the standards have been raised so high now. Like, it's like that meme you sent me the other day. Like, oh, we need a bachelor's and master's preferred for a job that pays $15 an hour. That's like, I don't want to go into debt for $15 an hour. That's inexcusable. Like for a master's degree, you're paying fifteen dollars. Like that's crazy, that's insane. But but the, but the catch twenty two is like you you can't get the exposure, you can't get your feet wet in a truly professional environment without at least having a bachelor's. Even associates now, it's hard to get that exposure. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's a lot more competitive, and it has made it another layer. Of, of, of difficulty to be able to get your feet wet in the career that you really, really want. And so I feel like, you know, people just accelerate, people just accelerate their education and they just get a degree for the sake of having a degree. That's not what college was really intended for. College was intended to pursue the things that yes, lead you to a career, but lead you to a career that you actually are, are motivated by that, you know, yeah. drive, you know, drive your your goals and, and, and your ambitions. Like that's what college was. It was to help reveal that with, with, within you. And now it's changed. College is, college is a ticket to a job. Like that's yeah. not how it's, that's not how it works. And, and the issue is with the five-year plan that it, it's pushed so hard on kids fresh out of high school, kids that barely even know who they are, let alone where they're going to be in the next five years or what they're going to do for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of their career. So was I, am I a planner? Absolutely. I I was a planner. You know, I was a planner definitely up until I got my master's 
But after I got my master's, like, I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm just going to let life take me to where I need to go. You know, I can't figure out every single key in the puzzle here. It's just not realistic. I could, uh, my life could change tomorrow. Something cataclysmic can happen tomorrow. And I can't be tied to a plan because of that change. It's just not realistic. So it's not. No. And it's, and you never know what opportunities are going to come up. That's why I struggle with, you know, talking with friends and and family members that are like, I got to be here or this is, this is where I want to go in the next 10 years. Like, dude, I don't even know what I'm eating tomorrow, let alone where I want to be in the next 10 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's a lot of pressure to put on to yourself for planning for the unknown. And I've learned, especially after, you know, my experience with my ex, you just got to let things come as they are. You just got to embrace things as they are and take one day at a time. Is it, is it wrong to have a plan? Absolutely not. And I don't, I don't want people to think that's what I'm saying, but at the same time, you got to just live in the moment. You can't, you can't plan for every single thing because realistically life is unpredictable. So why put the extra pressure on yourself to have it all figured out when truly your life could change tomorrow for all you know? So I don't know, guys, it's hard. And like, obviously hindsight's 2020, right? Like I would go back and do schooling so much different, but if I did, I probably wouldn't have met Brian and I probably wouldn't have been this close to Natalie because we wouldn't have been in the same grad program and then this podcast wouldn't be here. And so obviously, and like, as the saying is, right, like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like using that during like sad times because it's not something you want to hear. Um, But in this case, like everything falls into place when it's supposed to fall into place. And this is like something I need to say to myself because the past few weeks have been very challenging on me. Um, just what I want to do in my career, what I want to do, you know, as far as like personal development, there's so much that I want to do and fear has a huge hold over the things that I want to maybe try. And that's something that we're going to talk about in another episode, really dive into like fear and like what that kind of looks like in our everyday life. Um, but I mean, I'm very thankful for the life that I have now and the opportunities that I've been like blessed with and the people that are in my life that are in my corner and that are like cheering me on and listening to my craziness and, you know, talking me down sometimes because I mean, like if you know me on a personal level, like I am very high strung and as much as I joke around and I like to have a good time and like whatever, I'm very anxious (laughs) about a lot of things. And if I didn't have Natalie and Brandon, Brandon, I meant Brian, but you know, Brandon too, um, I, it would be very, very hard for me to make a decision or to really think things through and like calmly perspective. It's huge. So, um, I think that we're going to end it right here. Just because, I mean, we could go on about this for a long time. Like, we have a lot of, like, thoughts about schooling. And that's something that we can always talk about, too. Like, 
school in general and kind of deep dive into that or whatever. Um, but as always, guys, thanks for listening today. And we hope you got a few laughs, at least from the beginning of this episode. <laughs> and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And lastly, you can find us on my Not So Balanced Life podcast at podbean.com. You can follow us on my Not So Balanced Life on Instagram and like us on Facebook. And if you are subscribed to us if through a platform that you can rate and review, please do so. Um, if it is anything below a five or a four, please reach out to us and let us know what it is that you are kind of having a hard time with. Um, if it's us personally, like, sorry about your luck, sister, but like, this is what you got. And this is what you're going to get moving forward. Yep. You can always DM us with suggestions for the episodes, uh, topics, episode topics. I know we did an all call for that earlier this week. We do have some stuff planned out in the future, but we want to make sure we're bringing you Again, content you can resonate with and you can laugh with that you can relate to and all that good stuff. Feel free to do that. We will be announcing number, well, I can't speak, the second stop to our Orlando Fit Girl Tour soon. And if you are interested in coming with us, you're more than welcome to. Don't be shy. We love a good extrovert. Nah. That's all I got. You guys stay tuned every single Tuesday. We, re- we release episodes at 5 a.m. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.